Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Blue Citron podcast. It's always amazing to be back. And today I'm joined by my friend, Candice Alembo. And we're going to be having a really interesting conversation. And this is going to be around Love Island and Black contestants. Once again, I would like to welcome you listeners to Empowered by Blue Citron, a podcast where we discuss Africa, women, energy, lifestyle, culture, and much more. So, hi, 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 Candice. How are you? Hi, babe. I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. I'm actually very excited about this topic. And uh, the reason is you and I know that Love Island just wrapped up in the UK uh, for the summer. And, um, I mean, I this is the season eight that just wrapped up. And personally, I, I, I don't know when you started watching Love Island, but I started watching it from season five. I mean, Love Island UK. And there's there's a lot. There's the Love, Love, Love Island um, South Africa. There's Love Island, um, I think, even Norway. Uh, there's Love Island US, which is also popular. But we'll get to all that. I started watching it from season five. I think I stumbled on it one day. I go back from work and I'm like... Ah, this is quite nice to watch, uh, given that my head has been fried all day, you know, um, doing some analytical work, you know, talking to a couple of my clients, you know, business development and a few others and being responsible for a region, you know, in, in my company and things like that. And I just thought, hmm. I don't use, need to use my brain at all <laughs> by just watching this. And I quite enjoyed it. It got to a point I had to start recording it. And then when I do everything I need to do at work and, you know, get home, I just turn it on and I just watch. Obviously, the recording helps me to just skip the adverts because those adverts are just, you know, they are they're a bit of a pain. They take, they take a large chunk of, of space. But anyway, I'm rambling on. Love Island, Candice, I feel, I mean, yeah. again, I say the first one I watched was season five. And with uh-huh. that was, um, I think there was a black contestant there uh, called Yewande. Uh, I'm able to pronounce her name properly because I'm Nigerian and uh-huh. she's of uh, Nigerian origin herself, but she's also Irish. So, okay. and she was picked last. Then comes season six, which was a Love Island winter or something. And that was uh, centered in, uh, that took place in South Africa. So obviously because it's winter in Europe, right? So they took the contestants to South Africa. And um, there was this black contestant called Leanne. I think she's of Ghanaian origin, but British. And um, I think Mike who was also uh, who is also black and also Ghanaian uh, origin or descent, and he's also a British guy. I think he went for her, but I th- also, if my memory serves me right, she was also picked last, and uh, obviously was picked. Uh, she was picked by Mike uh, by a black man, which was the first on Love Island, apparently. And then comes season seven, which was last year. And Kaz Kamui, who's of, I think, Zambia, Zimbabwe or Zambia. Yeah, I think Zimbabwe one of the Zambia, two. One of the two. Yeah. One of the two, yeah. She's yeah. of that origin or descent, and she is uh, British as well. She was also picked last. And the reason she was picked last, obviously, was uh, because Toby, who's half Nigerian, half, I don't know if he's half English or half Irish, but yeah, he's half white at least. Uh, 
he was uh, basically just on the bench waiting. And because the girl that he picked, somebody else picked her um, mm-hmm. over him. So he had to go sit on the bench. So he was literally left with Kaz. He didn't have a choice. So Kaz was the last to be picked. There's a pattern here. Black women get picked last. Now, interestingly, season eight, maybe the Love Island producers listen to all these um, uh, Love Island reviewers because so there's a there's a big reviewer in the UK called Murad Murali, and there are a few others that are also big, like Fred Stone, um, Nicole, uh, Sarah Destiny, Chicane Sisters. So these people are the ones that I know that review uh, this show because I get to actually go on YouTube and listen to their review uh, in uh-huh. the evening when I'm getting ready to wind down. So this, especially Murad, is very very vocal about how mm-hmm. you know it's just wrong for these black girls to be picked last and all of that women of color uh, you know if it's not the black girls is the asian you know the brown girls at least they get picked last etc etc mm-hmm. so this time around the producers decided to put it out to the public the public being maybe the producers themselves and maybe the contestants family i i don't know or maybe there was a poll i wasn't aware of it i wasn't part of it i just recorded it as usual and i got okay. to watch it you know from the get-go so the public actually paired the contestants together interestingly the public paired the black guys with the black women yeah, yeah. so yeah. i am rambling on candace i'm bringing you in now what do you think this is all about? Let's start with that in, in the sense that why do we think black women, you know, get picked last? And it's a case of, you know, you go on social media and this and people go, black people just stop going on the shows is not for you. You're making money for them, but they don't care about you. ETC, ETC. What's your view? What's your view, Candice? Okay, so we have got it spot on, to be honest, because when you look at all the seasons um, collectively, all the black girls are usually picked last. Or if not, you'll find that half of them are either half cast or they have been paired together initially. So, of course, there's a problem there. Um, mm-hmm. It's a situation that I don't know if people are really turning, turning a blind eye to, but it's becoming more glaring every time you watch it. Because even in the last season, when you were talking about your one day and her mm-hmm. being picked last, um, it's unfortunate that happened to her. And you could even see because she was a black girl in the villa, she had a really rough, a rough time, sorry. Yes. And it yes. was just sad to see how people treated her, um, how they didn't really pay attention to her. She had a rough time. She was peak class. She had to leave the house even before her time. So we really didn't get to see what was really happening. Situation. We didn't really get to enjoy her experience in the house because the experience for her was really um, excruciating, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Um, when you look at the other seasons, for example, um, season five, I think the same season as well, the one where Amber won, I think that is season yes. five still. that's season five, yeah. That is season five. Um, even when you look at the finals, there's no black person and Amber won. Um... Candice, I think I've lost you. Are you there? Yes, I'm here. Can you okay. hear me? Okay, now I can hear you now. <laughs> oh my yeah. gosh, I'm sorry yeah. about that. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so that um even but when you look at season five, mm-hmm. Amber and Greg are the ones who won the season. But if you look at it clearly, there's a white person and mm-hmm. uh um uh, race. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. already yeah. that um shows you the kind of preference people have for these shows. 
And I don't know why this is the case because um, there's no black couple in UK that has won um, Love Island still. And mm -hmm. if you compare it to um, Love Island in US, okay. it's quite different because in US, there's a bit more diversity. So I don't know if it's because okay. of the cultural differences between UK and US. Yeah, but, I think so. Um, yeah. What Go do on. you think about that? Yeah, I, I think so. Because US, we, we, we all know how US is, you know, it's, yeah, US is US, you know, you have the the whole black movement, you have the, mm -hmm. you know, every, everyone in their own community kind of thing. And uh, there's more, there's more diversity in terms of um, representation uh, mm -hmm. in the US. And uh, it, it is a multicultural, you know, society, of course, it's it's majority white for sure in in the U in the U.S. I may be wrong because I think the um, Hispanics are probably and they are whites really if we look at it. That I think that that population is really really growing now and there's a lot mm -hmm. of biracial people that you know that population is growing significantly in U.S. and maybe mm -hmm. some black people as well, especially with a lot of black kids that are born that are Africans actually that go have their kids in the U.S. They go back to Africa, for example. And when these kids okay. grow up, they can go to the U.S. You know, the Americans okay. at the end of the day. So that, there's that representation there. Now, with the U.K., the black population in the U.K. apparently is only 3%. Uh -huh. So it's that 3% that is also most likely, actually, less than that 3% are the okay. ones that vote for people on Love Island, because really, how many people are watching Love Island that are, you know, black? Because they're busy, you know, working, making a, a living for themselves, you know, and doing things for themselves and all of that. You know, they're not uh, part of the inverted codes, you know, the whole Fiat, Fiat 500 or whatever. I've learned all these things from, from all these reviewers. <laughs> You know, the black Twitter, the Fiat 500 and all of that, you know, the Fiat 500 is really strong, you know. And apparently there was a girl on TikTok who also mentioned that, you know, there's the vintage Fiat, Fiat 500. The, the people yeah. in the home, you know, in the homes are actually flipping out their phones, you know, when they're supposed to be sleeping and they're voting for, for, for the kids because they're trying to relieve their lives, you know. Mm. Uh, you know, uh, they really their lives when they watch, you know, the likes of, you know, Luca and Gemma, Andrew and Tasha or something, you know. So maybe this is why there's there's less diversity in the UK. And I get it. The UK is United Kingdom. It's, it's for it's for the English people, Scottish, Welsh. It's, it's for white people at the end of the day. That's this is their country. Right. So the yeah. the, the, the black population is definitely less. So is there ever going to be a black winner in Love Island in the UK? I don't think so. I don't mm. think so. And I, I think black people will be punching to, to, maybe punching is not the right term, will be reaching to feel that they can actually get uh, uh, to be the winner. But I may be wrong. I'll be, I'll be pleased to be proved wrong, you know. Um, and it's, it's impressive that Dami and India uh, got to third position. And yeah. I feel they wouldn't have gotten to that third position if the Islanders did not save them. You, you, you know, exactly. um, one of the um, episodes, one of the end, towards the end of, of the season where uh -huh. the Islanders had to pick the least compatible. No one voted for them. And that was to show how good this couple were in the house, how much they were into each other. But no one voted for them. Obviously, no one knew until it was time to reveal the people that had the votes. And uh -huh. apparently, 
Africa was a little bit shocked. That was, again, I picked that from the review. I didn't pick that from watching it because I'm not really meaning into everybody's looks and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> I'm just watching it for entertainment. I'm yeah. really shocked and everyone was looking at each other when it turns out that Dami and India, the black couple, were the only ones that were not voted for. And they were the ones that sat down and had to read out the number of votes for all the white couples that were standing in front of them. Well, mm-hmm. I think I've digressed and I've went too far. So going back to 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 what you said is, um, uh, you know, what what do I think and why do I think that black couples have not well, you know, not won the uh, Love Island in the UK? I just think because there isn't that representation. You know, there's always a fight for yeah. a struggle for everything in, in in the black community in the UK, maybe in the US as well, but in the UK, you know, that subtle sort of, um, uh, I've forgotten the term that is used now, um, um, a microaggression is there, you know, so uh-huh. it shows everywhere. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, I hear what you're saying, but isn't it sad to think that um, people are voting for couples based on the color of their skin? Because ideally you'd assume that um the show is meant to bring people together. So it's all about love. So when you're looking at the people you're voting for, um, um, people are supposed to see beyond color and it is supposed to be based on um, their personality, their compatibility, um, the kind of journey they've shared in the villa. So it's very sad to see that people are actually voting based on um, someone's color because that beats the purpose of the show. And it just shows the bias that you have as a community. Um, to tend to vote for people who look like us. Yet mm-hmm. for Africans, there's very little representation of that um, in the TV industry. So it's very sad to see. And mm-hmm. um, it just seems very complex because if you're bringing up um, black children in the UK, what exactly are you showing them? What exactly is being depicted, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I think they say it's even getting better now, you know. You see black kids on TV here and there. Yeah. You see yeah. black you know, women, men on TV, Christmas adverts, you see, I think the last Christmas advert, um, a couple of companies literally gave a middle finger to anyone that wasn't ready to see black couple, they could not be bothered. But I think two uh-huh. Christmases ago, I don't know if it was Sainsbury's, I can't, I can't remember now, but one of the big companies had a black couple uh, in on their Christmas adverts and um, because there was, there was a backlash, they actually edited the black couple out which was mm-hmm. really sad. Backlash, obviously, oh. from, from the white people. Yeah, <laughs> you that know, so it's, sad. It, 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 it's, it's sad. But, you know, this whole situation is everywhere. It's everywhere. Listen, my sister moved to uh, Germany uh, because mm-hmm. her husband, you know, uh, had been living there for a long time. Um, mm-hmm. And that's and that's the country he prefers. And he's, he's British. He just doesn't really like it in the UK, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, and they also wanted, you know, that's, um, I don't know, they wanted um, some nice upbringing for, for my niece or whatever. But anyway, so obviously she struggled to get, this was even before she had her baby, just when she was about to have a baby, she was looking around for books yeah. and things like that for for a baby, and she she didn't find. And by the time uh-huh. my my niece was four months, um, she my my sister decided to write a, a book, you know, the magical baby. It's called for 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 kids, so that it would show okay. the representation, you know, so that when 
uh, Zara, that's my niece's name, when she, she was old enough to read, even before old, being old enough, once she was like, I think six, seven months, my sister would just open the book and start reading to her. You know, she could see uh -huh. a brown kid like her in the book. So it, it goes deep, this kind of situation. And it's a, it's a representation of the real world, isn't it? When, you know, when I say real world, I mean in the West, really, because when you go to Africa, you know, black women and black men are just fine as they are. Their families are fine as they are. Of course, there are other races yeah. in, in Africa as well. And those races actually open to actually mixing up with, you know, black women or black men or whatever, you know. So there's that over there. But I guess South Africa is different, but you, you can tell me better because you're South African. So <laughs> you can give us more insight on that one. So, yeah, it's, it's just so funny. But what do you think about season seven? Because... I think Kaz and Tyler, they got to top four only because Liberty and Jake had to leave because Liberty wanted to leave and, you know, felt that there was no point wasting time, you know, when there was no love there, you know. And that was the only yeah. reason Kaz and Tyler got to the fourth position. So so do you think Black women should continue to go to this show? Um, To be honest, I don't think black women need to be going to these shows because it just paints a bad picture and they're treated badly. And it's unfortunate that they keep themselves vulnerable and putting themselves in. It keeps happening time and time again. And there's nothing that has been done to make us feel any different or see any different. So I believe there needs to be shows that um kind of, you know, where number one where they're going to be chosen where they're going to be treated as the queens they are especially in the uk it's not really working out for us very well to be honest mm -hmm. that's interesting yeah so i think something needs to be done probably um they need to play around with the idea of love is blind um i like the idea because um people are in pod so you don't get to see the know that try and figure out if the person is the accent or how they speak but uh -huh. um, I think it's generally a good idea then you get to know someone based on their personality rather than their looks and after you see them that you can decide right. whether you feel like looks are more important mm -hmm. looking at someone saying because I don't have preferences people are um, going to like what they like by the end of the day but to be honest, I think then better uh, matchmaking schemes for these shows to happen or for these shows to be fair. There needs to be some kind of transparency in the process. So someone is getting in and their preference is a black person. They need to be given that preference getting into the show. It should be um, the contestants to decide, oh, this is the person, this is the person I don't like. How think it out? Why are you bringing That's me right. into the show if you're not bringing in um, someone who I like or the preference that I have? You need to take mm -hmm. things into consideration. And on that, kind of diversify the show and make things a little bit better, especially for the black women in the show. And I say black mm. women, I feel like black men don't really have an issue in the show. Um, white girls want them, black girls want them, so they're having the time <laughs> of their lives, to be honest. <laughs> they really do. That is so true. That is so true. They always have something, you know, someone that wants them. Yeah, but I feel, I mean, there are, there are 
I'll say Asian men um, and their white men and all of that that actually mm. also like and have a preference for uh, uh, black women. Um, I, mm. I don't know. They just don't bring them on the show, which is quite interesting because apparently, again, I heard this from all these uh, reviewers that um, okay. the YouTubers really that um, yeah. that they you know they they ask some of these Love Island people when they come out and they become you know part of the society again you know the vetting mm -hmm. process and this love islanders these islanders they always say oh they do ask you what kind of you know person you like you know are you into tall short black white red whatever so actually they do ask them so it's now on the producers to actually then find all the scouters to actually ensure that they put out people that have you know, put put the put the the right people there in terms of you know uh, preferences. Mm. You know, rather than just putting in white guys that only go for white women, and then you put black women there just for ops. Do you understand? What's the point? Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. and I think last season this girl, um, uh, I've forgotten her name. This Asian lady now, I can't remember her name. Now. I think she's half Asian, half English. Um, and she's she's bisexual as well. And she did mention that she she talked about it in the show, but it wasn't that wasn't aired. Uh, I think she was friends with 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 Kaz, and she said herself and Kaz they were talking about it in the show, and this was not aired as well. Um, and mm. and another, there were two Asian uh, half Asian ladies there actually, and one of them came in late. She was a bombshell, and she also left uh, early. Um, and um, she mentioned that. It, that they, they were having this conversation that are we just there for, you know, ticking uh, boxes of, you know, of race, basically, you know, is that why they're there? Because the guys that they're bringing are not for them. So but back to what you say, yeah, black men, they do have it easy because black women want them and black and white girls want them, you know? <laughs> white girls always want them. <laughs> Yeah. So that's interesting. So, but, um, the way you're talking about um preferences, so they are asked about their preferences, their preferences, but why aren't we seeing this on the screen? Is it that they that's ask the thing. that they don't react really to like what exactly is going on? It doesn't um add up at all. I don't know. That's the thing. Again, this is things that I'm hearing from these YouTubers, and these YouTubers are quite Credible, you know, uh, the Murad Morellis of the world mm. and, you know, um, uh, the Shikanes and, you know, uh, Shikane sisters and, and, and um, uh, Sarah Destiny and so on and so forth. So especially Murad, because mm. he has a lot of relationship with, you know, some of the islanders, you know, they reach out to him, they talk to him or he reaches out to them, whichever way, you know, he's in, he's in contact with them, you know, or people that even know some of these islanders directly mm. also. So, yeah, maybe the scouters are not acting on them. The producers are not acting on the fact that these people want this type of people. And I don't know, they just don't bring them. But there's a level of, yeah. you know, uh, listening, which is what has happened this time around in season eight. Because season okay. eight, they made an effort to bring in uh, quite a number of black people. Season eight was quite melanated. <laughs> there was, mm -hmm. There's Dami, Deji, Remy, and Ikena. All of them are Nigerian descent, just by their name. Like Dami, Deji, Remy, they're mm -hmm. all, you know, Yorubas, essentially. Um, of course, Dami is, is Irish, uh, Deji is English, Remy is English as well, Ikena is English, you know, and uh, Ikena is Igbo, is from the Igbo tribe, right? 
Um, and then uh-huh. India, who's Jamaican, Afia, who's half Nigerian, half Jamaican, uh, Danica, who's half Jamaican, or maybe she's a quarter Jamaican, I, I, don't, I don't know. Uh, she's from Leicester. Um, Summer, who's apparently half Ghanaian, uh, she's got a Ghanaian last name. And China, uh-huh. no idea, she's black. I have no idea where her ancestry is from. So could it be, what's your view here? Could it be that Love Island is looking to be more inclusive going forward or they've received so much backlash and they're like, oh, we have to put in more black people this time around. What do you think? Um, I think they've received a lot of backlash over a reactive reaction, to be honest. Um, so now they're trying is it a good thing? Yes. Um, is it making much of a difference? I don't think so. Because by the end of the day, why are black people getting to the final as um, by way of chance, if I may put it that way, ah, you know? Yes. Head for, but it just happens that, oh yeah, uh, someone else had to leave, which is why we made it to the final. and really voted for as an incompatible couple, so that is why we are here. So I don't know if it's making much of a difference. Maybe need, more needs um, to be able to have the impact that it needs. But at the same time, we need to give them props for the kind of effort that they're putting in, you know. Mm, absolutely. When you say more needs to be done, what, what do you mean? Um, I think uh, probably the way uh, voting is structured in terms of mm-hmm. um, pers- like um, compatibility and stuff like that. I think they need to begin to incorporate personalities, you know, um, mm-hmm. like most compatible couples, sorry. Um, they need to think about um, in terms of how people's um, impact are in the. Mm-hmm. I just feel like there's more. This is, of course, something that has to be thoroughly, but I mm-hmm. think they need to be more into the um, voting process as is it as it okay. is. Yeah, right. so I, I don't know. I just feel like, yeah, my mind is all over the place. I think it's something that needs to be really, really thought about. But mm-hmm. I just believe more needs to be. They need to hide about the process. They need to think of ways of incorporating um, diversity through the voting process. So they need to give people, um, I'd say in terms of voting, maybe um, equity rather than equality, if that makes sense to you. I see. Right. Huh, yeah, well, so when numbers come in, um, mm-hmm. they need to think about how to make sure that those votes count. What I don't know what you think about that. Uh, it's cool, but I don't think it's going to work here. <laughs> 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 it's so cool, but I mean, this yeah. kind of thing can work in South Africa. UK? Mm. Nah, I don't think they care. I don't think they but, care. I may be wrong, but I don't think they care. <laughs> so you don't see you that care? happening ever? <laughs> I, I don't know if I'll say ever, but not in the immediate future, you know? Mm. You know? Yeah. I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Then what do you think about a last for um, probably a black sound um, racist and it's going to maybe cause segregation but I just feel like more than it's either um, a new show is cre- a new dating show is created for a more inclusive um, kind of society or black girls just stop going to these shows altogether 
So I, I think I think Love Island now, again, I only started watching from season five, so I don't know what seasons one to four were about. I, I heard bits and pieces about season four because there was a girl called Samira or something. She She's black as well, but she doesn't even like to be identified as black, apparently. I don't know. You know, they say her mom is mixed race or something and she wanted this white guy. Uh, she was crying or something. And then this white guy came in for her whatever and you know this guy left and then she packed her bags and left with him after after a while and you know they they continued seeing each other and then the guy cheated on her and the guy was like oh it's only for the show and they, I don't know whatever but anyway like I said I, I only started watching from uh, season five now I think with the season eight there's been a lot of improvement right because I watched the reunion for season seven, and it was so cringe. Yeah, uh, Caroline Flack, um, yeah, so rest in peace. Um, I think I only saw her in season five. So I don't even know how she was, but after she passed away, there was so much glowing, you know, tributes and a lot of amazing things people were saying about her. So, because this was, uh, this was a show. Apparently she was one of the people that really conceived this show, this idea. So she put mm. her sweat, her blood and everything into it, you know, and obviously the lady doing it now, um, Whitmore, Laura Whitmore, um, you know, she's doing it as a job. So, but, and, and, and me seeing season six, uh, she was very robotic there. Season seven, uh, she was okay. The reunion mm. was a little bit cringe where they invited a lot of, you know, white Islanders on the sofas, even the... Uh, Sharon is a mixed race lady I was trying to remember. Uh, the half Asian, half white here, yeah, Sharon. Um, oh, yeah, so they, okay. yeah. So they invited some of this, you know, the white contestants and and even the mixed race, you know, the Tobies and all of that. But Kaz and Tyler, who took fourth position, were not invited to the sofa. So a lot of, you know, black Twitter kicked against it to say, what was that? Blah, blah, blah. And all of that. So I haven't seen um, the the reunion for this year's and I think that's going to happen tomorrow 7th of August uh, it's uh -huh. going to be aired or so I think it was recorded yesterday or so so it's going to be aired tomorrow so it's going to be interesting I was going to go given that this year's uh, Islanders are uh, the black um, contestant took third position so again there's been an improvement especially with uh -huh. representation of bringing in quite a, not, a, lot, uh, a number of melanated people oh I forgot about Amber uh, who's oh, black yeah. as well. I don't I know, know her ancestry or whatever, but yeah, she's uh, a black lady. Or maybe she's mixed race even, I don't know. But she's mixed race tending towards... Yes, but I'm sure, yeah. Yeah, exactly, you know. So she tends towards the black because, I mean, if you, if you go to Nigeria, there are a lot of people that are way... My own cousins are way, way, way lighter than that and they are 100% Nigerian. So, and there's no mixed yeah. blood anywhere, so... So, so sometimes a little bit, <laughs> it's a little bit difficult to tell. So I think yeah. in the UK, there's not going to be that black love island, except people want to create it for themselves because who's going to be voting for them? The 3% black people in the UK, it's not going to happen. You, you see what I mean? Happen. So it's not going yeah. to happen. So the way it is now is in the sense of, you know, they, they're trying to now, you know, tick the representation boxes is what they're going to continue to do. So they would continue to bring in more, um, I feel, I may be wrong, they're going to continue to bring in more people that are um, maybe of mixed origin, 
you know, um, mm-hmm. like, uh, oh, I mean, there was a Turkish representation this year and the winner, Ekinsu. You know, there was Davide yeah. that won with Ekinsu, who's Italian, of course, he's white. I mean, Mediterranean, but he's white, he's European, you know. So there's mm-hmm. going to be more European representation of other, uh, maybe, you know, mixed race or whatever, and things like that. There's going to be that going forward. There's going to be the mixed Asian. There's going to even be maybe a full... Uh, Asian, but obviously they need to be British. Like again in season yeah. five, there was Anna. Anna is um, Persian. She's from Iran, yeah. right? That's her yeah. root. Uh-huh. So she, she's Persian. So there was that, but she's British as well. You know, so that sort of representation will continue to happen. But would there ever, would there ever be a, love, uh, a, black, a black love island? I accept black people do it themselves. And I don't think they're going to do it because they're just going to say, oh, we have other things to do. We have better things to do. <laughs> We know our people. They'll be like, mm, I've got better things to do. Please count me out of this. <laughs> oh, so my true. God. But, you know, but speaking you know, of... Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, sorry. I was going to say, speaking of, black, you know, Black Love Island, there was Love Island, South Africa. Mm. Or there is Love Island, South Africa. And this mm. is a country... And you're South African. This is a country with 80% Black people, according to stats. Yeah, 80% Black. Obviously, it's a Black black nation you know it is owned by you know it's it's in africa right and there's the eight percent colored a term that i find i found it shocking the first time i heard of it i think i heard of code colored in 20 2016 i went for a conference in cape town and i was talking to this guy and i was like ah you're south african blah 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 we were just talking and with his accent i was like ah and and then he went out to say oh i'm colored blah blah blah. i was like you're you're what it goes i'm colored i'm like what is colored? And then he tried to explain uh-huh. to me that, oh, in South Africa, there's black, there's white, there's colored. And I felt, I, 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 I don't know. I felt like the ground should just open up and swallow me. I wasn't the one that said it, but it was, it was so alien to me. And, and with all due respect uh-huh. to you, because you're South African, I just could not understand the term. I couldn't put it in my head. If you're, if you're mixed race, you're mixed race. If you're biracial, you know, you're biracial, right? But colored anyway. We'll get to that. That's that's a story for another day. We'll get to that. So, in South Africa, Love Island, and you know, there's what the the white the white population is what ten percent or less or something. They had the majority representation on the show. Where in the world is that even allowed? Like, it's like saying Love Island UK should be mostly black. Of course, people will kick off. Do you understand? Fear 500 will kick off. We'll say, what is going on here? Why, why, is the, why is that 95% of people on Love Island black? Or maybe uh-huh. even Persian or whatever. Just because they're British, they're Irish, they're Welsh or whatever. But just the, the skin color. As you say earlier on, Love Island should be about the, the feeling, the love, and not should be about the skin color. But guess what? Skin color seems to matter in this part of the world. So how? The, did, did you ever watch Love Island South Africa? Because I never did. But I mean, again, I, I, I heard it from uh, Murad Murali watching his channel. Yeah, so um, uh, from South Africa, but I have watched... A- um, oh you're Africa, not um, oh my god island. i'm so sorry <laughs> why did i think you were south african where are you from candace i'm actually from you're kenyan i'm so sorry i am kenyan. <laughs> no worries at all <laughs> 
I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Asante sana. I'm so sorry. No worries. No worries at all. But I have watched um bits and pieces that show Africa. And you know, for South Africa, when it comes to um race and color, it's quite mm-hmm. a so you mm. can still see um what like you can still see the effects yes. and these effects have yes. rolled over up to 2022 and unfortunately yes. people are not very comfortable in their skin because there's a lot of um seclusion right when it came to yes. um being mixed race being white and people are actually classified based on where they were from so this is something yes. that has really is really stemmed into the society itself and mm-hmm. the, I, I feel like long way but there's still a long way to you can still see yes. it in the way because South Africa is an African country but at the same time when you look at mm-hmm. Love Island South Africa you wonder is it that um, blacks are the ones who migrated to South Africa or is it the whites who migrated into South Africa you know <laughs> like it's not quite clear but well so it's unfortunate yeah. to see um but yeah, I think they do have a long way to go. There's a lot of work that needs to be done. And I just feel yes. like they need to appreciate more um, in terms of mm-hmm. um, Black people and their heritage. And I do believe they actually do this. Don't get me wrong. But I just okay. feel like they need to be given those opportunities as an African country, as Africans in South Africa. And this is not mm. coming out clearly in Love Island, South Africa. Yeah, yeah. And how many of that have you seen? Um, Love Island, South Africa. Um, Love Island, South Africa, I think I okay, so, right, right. That happened, I think, last year. Fair, a black couple did win, so it's a step to I right see. Okay, there were two black couples, okay. mm-hmm. and it was a black couple that won, okay. So that kind of makes think that maybe um, people will based on um, the majority of the population. Mm, I see. I, I feel. I feel. Yeah, I, I feel the, the the U.S. one is based on who people just like you know, because of how the society yeah. is and not necessarily on race, you know, because I think the last one was won by a black couple and even the one before the last was also won by a black couple. I'm not sure about the last one. I actually take that away. I'm, I'm not sure. But the, the one before the last was won by a black couple. That's that's that I remember. Um, uh, This black girl, I can't remember her name now. Um, and I think her roots was also Kenyan or something. Justine, yes, because yes, I remember Murad calls uh, uh, Justine is keeping it real or something. He has a tagline for his favorite Love Islanders, <laughs> and he was she was with this mixed race boy that has a square head. I don't know mixed race boys; they seem to have square heads in all Love Islands. I don't know where they're manufactured <laughs> from. <laughs> That's the first thing I'm hearing of that. Honestly, I've seen the one in the UK. I mean, season five, you had um, Mike, the one that was with Amber, that basically pied her off and literally make Amber the the sweetheart of the nation. He had a square head, Mm -hmm. the one that pied the one day off. uh, Dan, he had a square head. Uh, Toby had this, uh, has a square head. I said, Ad, they do still have it. They're alive. So, yeah, Toby has a square head. 
uh well yeah. quite a number of them they all have square heads oh and the one from season four that i did not watch but it was quite popular wes he has a square head as well i mean look at this season as well this guy that came in towards the end um this footballer i can't remember his name jamie or something that was paired with uh that paired with danica he also has a square head i think they waited till the end to bring the square head mixed race boys <laughs> That's a very interesting observation. I feel like I have to oh. go back and refer just to see what you're talking about. <laughs> oh my god! And honestly, even I probably wouldn't even bother or think about it or observe it if I wasn't hearing it from all these YouTubers. I blame them. <laughs> I blame them because they're always like, "Where are these kids manufactured from? Is this a criteria? If you're going to be a mixed race guy, you must have a square head." <laughs> Yeah, oh my days it's it's insane someone else actually points them out <laughs> because you don't really Honestly, see the thing that you're watching just... by the way you're saying someone pointed it can't stop noticing it exactly because i really could not be bothered and i'm like oh hang on a second they all do have squares <laughs> <laughs> and then they have this group called Destiny's Childish because of um, that's what that guy used to say. Uh, Michael he used to say, oh, you're childish, you're childish. <laughs> and those guys were all just full of craziness. <laughs> yeah. Kind of oh girls up and down. Oh, it was hilarious. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know where they're manufactured from, but hey, <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> According to Dami, yeah. until it isn't. <laughs> I know that is quite funny. Oh, oh it is funny, but but well, um, the US Love Island winners yeah. for season three, yes. and it was Olivia and Corey. And Corey, I believe, was the mixed race, and he does have a square okay. head, so <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> funny. And his partner was white or black? Um, the partner was white. Um, so that's okay, Olivia. Okay. She's white, and he was okay. Okay, okay. And and that is yeah. fine. You know, that's US as well. So that was fine. But you see the Justine and uh, forgotten the guy that she won with, that guy had a square head and then it was moving mad afterwards, just behaving <laughs> funny. And, and Justine just, just was, I think she just left him. She's like, no, I'm not about that life. Move on. Let me move on. You know, very interesting. And I've, mm-hmm. I've not seen, I've not seen this. And again, I get all this news from Murad Morali. <laughs> He's quite big in 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 the YouTube world. Do do you know him? Do you know about I this guy? I don't know him. I actually need to look him up and oh, but it would be good to follow uh, and get his views on things like this. Oh, his views are very very unbiased. He's so good. You know, I mm. I, don't know, I stumbled on him somehow, and that's how I started watching. Uh, Love Island season five. I don't know what I was looking for on YouTube because back in the day I use YouTube for learning and doing things and I still do, you know, and I, for some reason I stumbled on his show and I just enjoy the way he reviews. He just, you know, he's just funny without trying to be funny. And that's how I decided, oh, this Love Island thing seems to be interesting. And then I started to watch it and he would just make a joke of, you know, Islanders that are not, you know, given it, and the ones that are given it would, you know, a very unbiased guy. And interestingly, this season, as these Islanders were leaving the house, they were actually being interviewed by him. So the work that this, um, what's her name, uh, Laura Whitmore, 
is not doing mm-hmm. and bless her she's only doing a job because she can only go by what she's been told to do Murad is not reporting to any of them he just has his own YouTube channel so he's just yeah. you know so this I think their contracts basically just allow them to be able to just talk to other people this time around so a lot of the islanders are going on about their experiences and um you know they're able to talk freely and he's able to ask them questions freely as well you know so it's he he, he, in a way is also helps love island by being popular you know because people go to watch his reviews they go to listen to his podcast and then they want to watch again, because if, if I did not stumble on him, I wouldn't have bothered myself with Love Island, but because I'd listened to his review, I was like, ah, okay, this is interesting. And then I started to watch Love Island. So in a way he's actually getting viewers for this, for this show and ITV is making money by having more viewers. And I think they realized that. And that's why they allowed Love Island this season, season eight to be able to do that. Cause previous yeah. seasons could not do that. You could not. You literally, I think they had to wait for like a year. Yeah, they had to wait for like a year or so before they could start talking to press or talking to anyone that was not within their contract. But this time around, these guys are just going on and just just talking. And it's not only is it helping Love Island and helping ITV, it's also helping the profile of these kids, essentially. Anyway, anyway, enough Uh of my ranting. But did you ever hear about Love Island Nigeria, that it was going to happen? Did you hear about that? I haven't heard about it yet. Is it supposed to be happening this year or how soon are they planning on starting one? I thought of what I heard. Again, I heard it from Murad. Uh. <laughs> that it was going to happen last year. That they were talking about yeah. it was going to be like October last year. But I am Nigerian. I don't know how Love Island mm. will work in Nigeria. You know, because Love Island, you have to wear bikini everywhere. Yeah. You know? Nigerians, yeah. they do. Of course, Nigerians wear bikini, but no one wants to be seeing anyone's ass on TV. Excuse my French. <laughs> you know, and because Nigerians are quite, trust me, Nigerians are quite judgmental, you know. And Big Brother mm. is really big in Nigeria. I've never seen Big Brother in Nigeria, you know. But I see, you know, all these reviews coming up on my channel, on my YouTube, you know, whatever. And people make comments in a couple of, you know, groups that I am on that, oh, this thing happened, that happened. And when I have some friends visiting from Nigeria, you know, and their, you know, younger nieces or nephews and all of that, especially nieces, would be like, oh, mm-hmm. this one is big brother this, this one is big brother that. Um, this is, um, uh, what's his name? Ebuka, one big brother, blah, 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 in 2006 or seven or whatever. And, oh, there's Toby, yeah. Bakare, big brother. I, I even know their names, but I don't, I've never seen it. So Big Brother is a big deal, you know, and I see some Twitter yeah. feeds where people say, oh, you should spend your money and your, your time getting, you know, um, PVCs, those are the voter cards, to, 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 mm-hmm. to, to vote for the right president, to, to vote for the right party. But no, you're not doing that. You're spending your money voting for Big Brother. So it's huge. So maybe mm. Love Island feel threatened, Um the Love Island franchise, whoever wants to pick it up in Nigeria, maybe they feel threatened that they will not be as big as Big Brother. They, they must have weighed the pros and cons because Big Brother, yeah. you don't have to be strutting around in bikini. You're wearing your right. clothes, you're wearing, you know, aha. Uh-huh. But with Love Island, you have to be in bikini and that can be a bit too much. And Nigeria is, Nigeria is quite a religious country, you see, but they're not religious mm-hmm. in the sense of being nice. It's just uh, for sure, as far as I know. Um, yeah. The, the religious not jobs they can crucify me when they listen to this podcast but <laughs> it's 
It's the truth, you know. There's more Muslims than there are Christians. Uh, I think it's yeah. maybe like a 65-45 ratio or maybe a 51-49 ratio kind of kind of stuff. But yeah, even in year 2000 or so, a Nigerian mm -hmm. won Miss World. And where the, where the winner is from is where they do the next one so that the winner passes on the crown. And all these, you know, jihadists or whatever, the, whatever, they could, you know, they yeah. literally kicked a fuss and it could not happen in Nigeria. Wow. Imagine. Yeah. But guess that what? There's also really Miss so Nigeria. I know. Uh -huh. There's also Miss Nigeria stuff that happens. And this girls wear bikinis as part of, you know, the outfits. I don't know if that still happens, to be fair. Uh, but back mm -hmm. in the day, they will get to, I remember when I was a kid, you know, they would wear their bikini, they would wear their traditional outfits and everything, you know. But anyway, long story short, Love Island, Nigeria, because you, you, you have to wear bikini from week one to the end of whenever it's happening. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think yeah, I, I that don't, to happen. Today, I don't understand how contestants are able to do that because given the opportunity, it's, it just sounds like it's a lot. You know, the expectations are quite high. Mm -hmm. to some extent but for nigeria i understand where you're coming from because by the end of the day we are africans you come from very conservative so as much mm -hmm. as we are open we still have our own reservation so one right. day in a bikini fine two days in a bikini fine three weeks that is a situation people are not <laughs> going to take it lightly <laughs> and i um i think one or two seasons of big brother but this was a very long time ago I can't okay. remember the contestants very well, but what I remember is how one of the contestants and everything, you know, um, if someone said something bad or if someone talked badly or used foul language, like the comments that are coming in were crazy. I can't begin wow. to imagine what Love Island are going to go through yeah. because of, oh, you know, they have to be in bikinis yeah. throughout. They have to do all these games um, that, all these funny challenges, yeah, yeah, exactly. Imagine? You have to kiss this person, snog that person, you know, all that kind of stuff. Uh, it's not going to work, it's not going to it's work, definitely yeah, because um, it's a very conservative community, it's going mm -hmm. to be a very hard. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. Oh, wow, Africa. Well, I love Africa, honestly, because yes, yeah. you know. <laughs> We're doing X, Y, Z, but we're still very conservative. And, you know, I don't know if conservative is the term to use, but we're just, I, I'll say just true to some traditions, you know, maybe like respect, you know, having self-respect. And I'm not saying other, you know, regions don't have their self-respect or whatever, but the, the African one is quite a, a bit of, there's that difference there where, you know, you you you, you want to think about your... <laughs> your people, your family, I, you know, I chuckled because I remember I was doing, um, uh, uh, I was, I participated in the Oslo Samba Carnival in 2018. I was in, I was living in Oslo uh, okay. at the time. And, and um, I, I was looking for the right outfit to wear and I wasn't going to buy one. 
because mm. at that time I was like, I wasn't even sure I was going to do it. But my, my Samba teacher was like, Dane, you should do it. You should do it. It's actually, she's from Brazil. She's like, it's a, it's, yeah. it's a once in a lifetime. Cause you never know if you're going to try it again, but just try this time around. I'm like, ah, okay. And then there was another lady I met who was, she's half Brazilian, half Norwegian, and she was really good. Uh-huh. And she was also uh-huh. teaching Bra- uh, Brazilian dance as well, Samba. And uh, mm-hmm. I think I took some two extra lessons from her. And then I said to her that I was going to participate in the Oslo Samba Carnival. She was so excited. She's like, I'm going to come watch you. Do you have what you're going to wear? I'm like, uh, no, I don't even know if I want to buy. And she goes, oh, I could yeah. give you my outfits to wear. And then I said, oh, uh, I don't want to wear the bikini. And she goes, ah, okay, don't worry. I have, you know, a full sort of, you know, all the swimming shoe type of outfit, you know. I've forgotten Mm. the names they are called. But anyway, and then my Brazilian teacher gave me her, uh, one of her, I don't know what those, those costumes, those big feathers at the back and the crown, those really, those Uh really big stuff. I can't remember what they're called. So she had lots, you know, so she borrowed a couple of us girls. So I took this massive one and then the, the Norwegian one gave me this hair dress, like green dress, you know, this really tiny ones that would cover everywhere except my just a larger chunk of my back, essentially. But of course, yeah. my, my bum side is covered, and you know, just something that is conservative enough, you know. Mm. So when we got to the... Um, uh, to the starting point and I saw the rest of the girls from my class I'm like oh my god girls you guys are feeling it of course they were in bad 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 looking bikini outfit type of you know costume and it was amazing yeah. but I just couldn't do it you know and you know there was yeah. this Persian girl there were a couple of Brazilian girls um, there were, you know, even the black girls were Brazilians as well but I'm like no please <laughs> I'm so Nigerian for this shit. <laughs> Let me cover my bum because oh I don't know where God. these videos and photos would get to. And they'll be like, ah, oh, Dane, you've lost your values. What is this? Why is your bum out in the universe? <laughs> yeah, I definitely definitely understand where you're coming from because half the people just feel like watching. There's someone somewhere watching, yes. you know? Growing up, yes. like there's a certain way that you're supposed to dress. There's a certain way you're supposed so when you're much yeah. older and you've been brought up in a certain way, it's very hard to depart from this way of That's living. True. It just is That's what true. it is. You know, it doesn't mean that you're judging other cultures and um, other people's values, but it's it's just the way we are. You know, that's just how Africans yeah. were brought to we are. That is so, so it's interesting because so I can true. imagine even when you're putting on a mini skirt, at times you feel like, oh my gosh, maybe it's too short. You keep pulling exactly. it down and enough but you're just like oh my gosh someone might see my palm someone there's that fear that you are not appropriately dressed I totally totally it's 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 crazy so yeah and and we say this because yeah we're talking about Love Island Nigeria the possibility of that happening it's highly highly unlikely it's highly unlikely and I don't even think it's going to happen anywhere in Africa except for South Africa you know I don't think it's ever going to happen in Kenya I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah, yeah I think South Africa is, is of a different oh, yes. of um, Africa, I think. Oh, so yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Because they're quite open. But for the rest of us, even yeah. in Kenya, I don't even think the first um, episode will be aired, to be honest. We are in a situation <laughs> where when you have a lot of vulgar coming. <laughs> 
So you yeah, can imagine. Yeah, I heard about this one from Kenya. This uh, South Sol ah. guys, the uh, Nekoshike or something. So they, yeah. they sang this Kiliku Jana, which is more like a gospel song. And I really love that song. And then I saw yeah. Nekoshike and I'm like, hang on a second. These guys, are they religious or, or, or not? <laughs> which one are they? And I heard the Nekoshike was banned or something. And the video is quite nice, actually. Oh. I find it interesting. It's 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 a little bit too much for Kenyans, right? <laughs> I mean, I, I, it's just based on what the institution's perceptions are. So you know, of course, you're a right. um, very cultural country, mostly um, Christians, right? So we uh-huh. are very religious in that sense that um, everything has to have like um, a religious background or religious base. And when that okay. song came out, that's Nikushike song. Um, yeah. I don't see, I think it's just because it's the first time a Kenyan had ever done that in a video. So, okay, it's not like it was vulgar, it was a nice, sexy video. But it of course, was. the older generation yeah. felt like, oh, this is new, we've never, this is entire territories, and Territory. we don't know how yeah. to feel about it. I just started burning the video, even though it didn't wow. cause they were showing more than what we used to seeing um, yeah. from Kenyan artists. I mean, the song, it was successfully done. It was too, Everyone thank loved you. It. I love the video. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. was lovely. It was such a lovely song. That just shows you how strict some can be because it's based on the value system, but sometimes they don't know how far they can push it. So things... Mm-hmm. Because, of course, as a society, our views are changing, our values are changing. But at the same time, there's that reserved. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, this is too mm-hmm. much. We can't go past this, you know. Yeah, I see. I see. Wow. Interesting. Huh. I know. <laughs> right? It's, it's, it's just. Yeah. See what level. People literally walking in bikinis every day. I think the only time that they. They are going to swim, you know. You, but yeah, but you know, you, while we were talking, I remembered something I saw because I was saying that I, I don't see any African country that can do this. But there's something I observed in Senegal. So I was in Dakar yeah. in 2019 for my friend's wedding. Uh, she's from uh, mm-hmm. Senegal, and her husband, who's also my friend, is Norwegian. So, so we all left Norway and went to Dakar for the wedding. And uh, Senegal is quite Muslim, yeah? And, you know, mm-hmm. um, I see a lot of women, you know, they cover their hair. I don't mean the bokeh type, but, you know, just mm-hmm. dressing nice, in a, you know, they're all dressed in a nice way and they have a head tie on their hair, you know, just beautiful. And in my friend's house, mm-hmm. you know, during the wedding, I see the older women and even the young ladies, they, you know, they tie their hair stuff in a very nice, pretty way. And then we go to the yeah. beach and these same women, well, not exactly the mm-hmm. older ones, but, you know, the, the same people, I see them in bikini. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm just dumbfounded, like, okay, uh, I'm lost. One minute, you guys are all chasing yeah. a dress in the sense that I can't even, you guys don't even have cleavage or anything with your outfit, but it's nice. And you have your headscarf on. But then the next minute mm-hmm. at the beach, you guys are in bikini. The, 
like tell me I'm, I'm, I'm confused what's going on here you know so it's so I think maybe Love Island may work in Senegal it just may um, or it may not maybe I the love, Muslim love, community love, love, would love. not agree so if <laughs> I admit I admit itself maybe it would work <laughs> because you're walking in and out maybe it would work. but in terms of having a house and walking around in bikinis ooh, I think that's the interesting yeah Honest. I should just call it Love Island Beach Beach Edition Dakar. <laughs> I know, and every day they're waking up to go and shoot them at the beach, and then call. It, you know that like they'll. Oh I think there's goodness. a way they'll have to show it so that people don't feel offended because I am yeah quite something because Senegal also is um a bit conservative from what I know. So yeah, they are at the beach. I'm In sure they don't the have anything. Yeah, 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 that's the thing. I think either times are changing or they don't really care about women wearing bikinis at the beach as long as you're at the beach, you know, because sometimes it matters where you are. But it will right. be interesting to see. But I think that um, Love Island would still have a problem market. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So yeah, so Africa is probably not for, you know, Love Island is not for Africa, Africa is not for Love Island, except South Africa, for sure. But then even even at that, it would be nice to see how that evolves in, in, in South Africa. But yeah, and just, um, yeah, we've been speaking for a while now. Let me see if I can round up uh, uh, quickly. But this season eight, I'm looking forward to watching the reunion. I've heard, you know, yeah. tidbits here and there again, from Murad Morali and a few other, you know, YouTubers, that there wasn't really much that happened at the reunion. And um, there was just a kickoff between this uh, girl, this um, this half Ghanaian one, what's her name? Um, Summer. And one so of the, because she was a cast. Yeah, she was a Casa Amor girl. And then with Coco, the Casa Amor girl that was getting at it sucked or something. <laughs> by yeah. Andrew this was just yeah it was just crazy um and the girl saying in another podcast that she would have you know uh jumped on what's his name on uh Josh who Summer is now seeing so they just had their own thing going on and it was just messy apparently that was the only thing that was messy so I don't think there's much to 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 talk about there, but it, what I would just be able to see when I watch that would be again the representation of the black people that would be there. Um, but you know, black women being picked last time and time again, except for this time around where they've now been paired up. Uh, if they continue to do this, then black women would probably continue to go. But I also feel black women are still going, maybe because they just want the uh, publicity, you know, out of it. They want the clouds, the publicity that it's going to bring. They don't care if their picks last because if you've seen what uh, the way, um, what's her name again? The the one from that season four, I've mentioned her name enough, Samira, she was picked last. And then you see um, season five, Year One Day was picked last. And then you decide in season six, uh, who was in season six? That's the, yeah, Leanne. You decide to actually go there, you know, and be happy to be picked last, then that's fine. Leanne and another girl, there was a Ugandan girl that was there that's paired up with uh, Mike afterwards. They met in Kasamo. I can't remember her name now. She was a very, very pretty Ugandan lady. 
and and then you go to season seven, Cass, as beautiful as Kaz is, Kaz was probably the most beautiful girl of the OGs of season seven. You know, she has a banging, banging shape, like seriously, but she was picked last, obviously, you know. She, you know, so you're looking at all the pattern, but you kept you you keep going, black women. So what is it that you really want? Do you want, are you really going there for love to meet someone, or are you going there to increase your chances of being popular on Instagram or whatever, you know, uh, or to to start a career in something else, you know? And and there's nothing wrong with that. But I mean, as long as you can. <laughs> As long as you can stomach it, then it's fine. As long as you're happy to be picked last, knowing fully well that that's going to to happen, then then I I guess they can keep going. Or what do you what do you say, Candice? Candice, I think I've lost you. Hello, can you hear me? Now I can hear you. Yeah. So what do you say? Did did, did you hear yes, what I, I said, or do you want me to repeat myself? Okay. Okay. So I was saying that, you know, all these ladies, they keep going, the black women, they keep going to Love Island, right? Uh, yeah. Even though, yeah. even though they know that the previous black woman had been picked last, but they keep going, mm. you know, and I was, and, and then I mentioned that season seven, Kaz clearly, in my own opinion, though, I mean, I can't speak for everyone, but I think Kaz was yeah. the most beautiful lady of the OGs, you know, to go into, the, uh, you know, to, 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 to grace the Love Island season seven, but she was picked last and she was even picked because, yeah. yeah, there was no, there was no choice Toby had to, to, to be paired with her, you know? So, I mean, look at her body. She uh, has such a nice body, right? Most beautiful girl, hands down, like natural, very gorgeous, yeah. you know, but she was picked last. Leanne, season six, was picked last, and this Ugandan girl, but that she came in as Kasamo, the girl that Mike paired up with. Priscilla, Priscilla, uh -huh. that's her name. Yeah, you know, really gorgeous ladies. So my thing is, are they going there for career change, to 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 become popular or whatever? And do they actually get popular afterwards? Do they actually get a career out of it afterwards? You know, because why do they keep going uh -huh. if this thing keeps happening? I mean, look at the black women that signed up for season eight. Um, India signed up for season eight, right? And uh, uh, Amber signed up for season eight. And uh, let me see yeah. who else is a black girl. Okay, then everyone else is like mixed race or something or biracial or something. So yeah, uh, but India is such a sweetheart. So I guess they keep going. Really? There's a reason they keep going. So if uh, they can stomach it, then it's fine. If they can stomach being picked last, then it's fine. They can keep going because otherwise some people can't stomach it. Some people would not take it. Like, why uh -huh. should I be picked last? Because I'm black. Like there's something wrong with being black. There's absolutely nothing wrong with being black. Black is stunning. That's, That's why we don't true. age. <laughs> when they say black don't crack, it's for a reason. It is um, for a reason, right? Agree. Yeah, it is for a reason. And I do agree with you, uh, your sentiments. Um, black women especially and we have to stress that black men cannot relate to these problems you know um mm. if black women want to go to these shows i think they just need to set the expectations and know what that because by the end of the mm. day these things are happening they've been happening for eight seasons straight that's eight years literally and yeah. i feel like not much is changing in that regard. so um 
decide and they need to know what they want. Like, it's fine by us if they went to the shows, but they just need to set to know what they're getting themselves into. They need to prepare for that journey as well, because as much as you set your expectations, it's not easy going through a journey where you feel like you're always being picked last, you're always last. It has a number on your self-esteem to be hmm. made of steel. So there's no way to tell me you don't care what people think, you don't care how you're treated in a certain way. So they need to be prepared mm-hmm. to come with going to the show. Hmm. Interesting, interesting perspective. And um, just last but not the least, I think we should wrap this up because <laughs> this is taking a bit now. Um, I wanted to touch upon uh, Danica uh, from mm. this season. Uh, Danica, I don't know if she's biracial or mixed race in the sense of, you know, multiracial, like she has, uh, she's probably 75% white or something, but she has that really strong uh uh, should I say, uh, uh, I don't want to say black features because black feature is different. Everyone is different. Like I have pointed nose and I don't know if pointed yeah. nose is not a black feature, you know, but if you go to Northern Nigeria, for example, there's a lot of pointed mm. nose there. So sometimes when I go to North Nigeria, well, I have been to North Nigeria a few times and they start to speak Hausa to me because they think I'm one of them. I have a bit of a long, slightly long neck as well. Um, Mm -hmm. and just slightly, which these are features you see with a little bit of Northern Nigerians, right? So there's no black features anywhere or whatever, but Danica has this feature that isn't quite, um, should I say the phenotype isn't quite, uh, white. Mm. Uh, I feel majority of her family (laughs) clearly is white. I think her dad, she did mention that her dad is Jamaican or something. So maybe she's actually half black. I don't know. I have to. Yeah, yeah I she, don't know. she is half black, actually. She's half Jamaican, half um, British. Uh-huh. But uh-huh. I don't there know who in the family is British and who's Jamaican because, yeah, those features are quite, you can see there's a difference. You can it's see, not exactly. White. Exactly. Yeah. And it's also, you know, the shape of her face, which is, she's beautiful. She's beautiful. And look at her body. That is a black woman's body. Do you understand? Like, you know, because obviously they're all in bikinis, so we can all see what they look like. So she's got all those thick uh, features and all of that, which you don't necessarily see. I mean, you see them in some maybe white women as well, but that's a black woman's body, essentially. But she doesn't obviously, um, uh, Deji was too black for her. So (laughs) because this was a guy that kept saying to her, oh, I'm interested in you. I'm interested in you. Even after Billy pied her up, Deji still went for her and she, she's like, oh, yeah, I think you're cool and all of that. Why did I bring Danica up is because she was rejected time and time and time again from all the white men that she was interested in because white men, obviously, her are type. And of course, she's half white. So that's half her race. And that's fair. But they all rejected her. They did not want her. They all pied her up. Yeah. And the best she could go for, for her, at least, is anyone that is mixed race or at least close that is like her, i.e. Josh. Are, are you there, uh, Candice? Yes, can I'm here. Can you hear uh-huh. Okay, yeah, I can hear you. So I was, so I was saying uh, what she went for um, was mm. Josh and also uh, this the last guy, Jamie, or something. Yeah, yeah and this other guy that was Reese. Mm. exactly and then Reese also wanted her whatever but she wasn't feeling Reese but right from the get-go she wanted the white boys because that's what she likes and that's what she's into 
but they did not want her because they're not into black women. But she doesn't see herself yeah. as black, but because she's not black, to be fair, she's biracial. But she doesn't see that that's side of her. But what they could see was black. Just looking at her, that's my opinion, though. And also, that's the opinion that I could pick from Chicane TV because I watched them as well. And they were very <laughs> clear with it. They were like, Danica, she doesn't see herself as being black. And yeah, she's not black, to be fair. But mm -hmm. yeah, she just has that feature. Her Jamaican features are very strong. Her white feature is her hair and maybe her blue eyes or green eyes or whatever color of eyes that she is. That's it. Yeah. That is so My cousin is oh, almost the same skin color. Yeah. Sorry? No, I'm saying now that you're out, it does make a lot of yeah. sense because I wasn't understanding why so many people were rejecting her such a hard time. Yeah. It's yeah, because of, I the think, guys the are not whole interested. identity crisis issue. It is. Yeah. But besides mm -hmm. that, yeah, they were all saying that she was talking like a headmistress or uh, HR, HR practitioner or whatever. <laughs> but that's, that's, <laughs> and, you know, and that's by the way. And then also when she revealed that she had been in a 14 year, 14 year, she had been in a, uh, she's 21 and she'd been in a relationship since she was 14 or something mm. and so that's a seven-year relationship so she's only known one person and even 14 to be I don't know that's you're still a child but anyway I digress so uh so she doesn't know any better but besides yeah. that I think they just see her physically and they see a black woman and they're not interested in a black woman I mean yeah. look at Jay for example Jay only picked Jay's that Scottish guy half English half Italian or whatever that uh that picked uh china who's black obviously he picked china it's obvious for convenience he just had to pick someone to yeah, pair up with in casa more and yeah. he wasn't interested in any of the white girls you know because i think he was thinking okay when he goes back into the villa or whatever or when the girls come back into the villa uh page is going to be because of the way jacks was moving page is gonna you know maybe, you know, settle back for him or something. I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, I could be reaching here, but I don't know. So he picked China for convenience mm -hmm. because why after two days, you suddenly tell China, oh, sorry, I'm not feeling it. And you just completely switch off yeah, like that. that Obviously, you weren't thing. into her. That's exactly. True. You were not into her in the first place. From the beginning, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. You know, and then I think the brother was interviewed in some podcasts and the guy said, oh, yeah, he's definitely he's dated other women, you know, Asian, blah, blah, blah. And he's dabbled into black. Who uses that sort of word dabbled? Like, <laughs> like black it's women. Like it's, of... <laughs> it sounds like a fetish, you know, it sounds more of a... Exactly. Like oh, my God. Dabbled, I don't know how dabbled to into that. black. That's yeah, <laughs> that's oh what Jay's brother goodness. said. In it's it's public. It's in a, it's uh, it's in it, it's on it's it's on all social media, TikTok, YouTube, or whatever. Because a lot of all these YouTubers picked it up. You know, um, I think I heard that from Sarah Destiny and Nicole Davis. I think that's her last name. Yeah, I heard it from their commentary. You know, so yeah. so so for Danica, she she doesn't see her Jamaican side. She just sees her white side. And bless her, that's probably what she knows. And she's interested in black mm. men and to be uh, in white women, men, rather. And to be fair, if she was outside of the mm. house, if that Love Island thing wasn't happening or whatever, 
I don't think any of those guys will be guys will be able to step up to her because she's a babe. She's a proper babe. So those boys won't be able she to is. step up to her even. So it's just because they're all in the same house, the whole Love Island house thing, and then they're able to do that. And look at her, such a confident woman, and she was crying mm. in the confessionals or whatever. She was crying, and you could see that her her confidence was being dealt with at that point in time. She was saying, yeah. oh, why doesn't anyone want me? In my mind, I was mm. saying points of correction. Why doesn't any white man want me? Because Deji wanted you, but you don't want Deji because Deji's shade of melanin was just too much for you. <laughs> oh, my days. Yeah. This whole black situation. Yeah. Because uh, if you look into it, it's the whole black thing. Up. It is. It is. And I think the, she did that without black because all of a sudden she's like yeah i think i might feel you but the moment she got a chance to be with someone else she you know she did not think twice but it's a lot to think about because i think we need to learn from like a few i like usa i think you should watch it it's fun to watch Mm-hmm. Um, it's, oh, it's watch, the time, uh, you know. It's interesting. <laughs> yeah. It's and the right time. There's this couple, there's this couple, Tita and Tim, and they're really killing it. And you can see Zita is having a lovely time. She's this gorgeous, black, beautiful girl. And she's just okay. having the time of her life, you know. Unfortunately, there's this girl called Serenity who's also black. She hasn't. But oh, bless her. you can see how open people are because she ended with a white person a white person came in and he chose her mm. over everyone else so i think that ah. i think americans move different right you can see what inclusivity does to a show mm-hmm. to watch just because people choose each other because of who they are not yeah. what that makes sense yeah absolutely 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 and uh, on a final note, Ekinsu and Davide, they won. I liked Ekinsu yeah. from the get-go. I liked India. Yeah, I, I liked India and Ekinsu. And I liked Amber. I, felt, I, 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 I think Amber left too early. They voted her out too early because Amber would have brought in drama. She was always rolling her eyes. She was always getting irritated <laughs> with little things. I just loved her, you know. I would take Amber any day over which other lady was there that was not really given it. I would I would have taken her over. I would take out you know what Amber and Natalia, the Brazilian girl. Yeah, I think they should yeah. have stayed longer. But that Brazilian girl should have been brought earlier, and that would have made the season even more than it already was. Because I think everyone is saying it's one of the greatest seasons uh, ever or whatever. I don't know, but yeah, I feel Natalia should have come in earlier. I feel Amber should never have mm-hmm. left. Um, let me see who who left. I, I felt Paige should have left a long time ago because she has or she had, I don't know. I I wasn't really feeling uh, ever since she 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 shushed uh, what's her name? Uh, Danica and India away. I just felt um, a type yeah. of way like, mm, this is so high school girl kind of thing. This is not right, you know. Yeah. So and then a lot of islanders were coming out and giving their views and saying oh she wasn't very receptive to them and I mean with all due respect to her maybe she was marking our territory who knows but yeah so I wasn't sure if she she should have stayed as long as she did 
you know. But then again, yeah. that's, that's just my opinion. I don't feel Gemma should have stayed as long as she did. Obviously, Gemma mm-hmm. and Luca got to second position because of the fact of, because of her dad. Her dad being, I don't know who her dad is. I only know David Beckham. But apparently her dad is uh, Michael Owen, a footballer or something. I have no clue who that is. You know. Right. So I used to watch football back in the day, ah, and yeah, that is the only okay. reason I Right. I only know David Beckham and John Terry, uh, Didier Drogba, and um, and this other one that became a Chelsea manager uh, afterwards. I've forgotten his name now. Frank Lampard or something. Uh, That's David it. Lampard? All the other ones, I don't know them. All the other ones, I don't know. I was like, Michael, who is that? You know, so she probably got to that second position of the final, you know, because of who her dad was, because she was not, to me, she was quite boring. She wasn't bringing anything. So she should have gone a long time ago. Amber should have stayed. Natalie, Natalia should have come way, way earlier. And even the girl that came with Natalia, I can't remember her name now. I don't know her name. Yeah. Um, Lisa, I don't know. This is not a Lisa. I can't remember. She she paired up with Deji and they left together. I can't remember her name. But Natalie, obviously, she she tried to put out you know put on her fifteen minutes of you know fame by saying Ekin who, <laughs> you know the whole uh, you know trying to take Ekin Su's man and all that kind of situation. Uh, it was hilarious. But yeah, so having Ekin Su in the villa, having Amber. And Natalie, Natalia, mm-hmm. those three, you know, together with India and the way India just, you know, because India brings a bit of a calming effect to a lot of things. And she just says things yeah. as, you know, I don't know, maybe it's the Jamaican way, that kind of stuff. She was bringing in the Jamaican vibe. That was really nice to see. So those four girls, I would have just thought they could have stayed. Even t- I wound up to Tasha later on, but I felt Tasha should have gone a long time mm-hmm. ago. Even though I warmed up to her eventually, yeah, yeah. but you know, but I and even after I, warming I up to her, it. I felt Tasha. Uh-huh. Sorry, no, I'm saying I did struggle with Tasha for a bit as well. Because I figure out during the first few, you know, I felt like what she wanted or she, her expectations were too. I don't know what it was, something exactly, but then and she, she was always saying my relationship. Yeah. She looks exactly. better, you know. She looks better, yeah. I think that's when I warmed up to her because she was always saying, oh, I'm sassy, I'm this. And I'm like, where is your sassy side, babes? <laughs> we can't see it. When are you bringing out this sassy yeah. side, you know? Yeah. <laughs> she was a sassy side. Day after day, I'm sassy, I'm sassy. Okay, where is the sassiness, you know? But yeah, once the relationship thing happened, I sort of warmed up to her, but I felt she could have probably left a long time ago as well. You know, or maybe she could have stayed eventually. I don't know. But Gemma, I felt she could have left a long time ago. But of course, you know, had that been who they say is and all of that. So, so yeah, that was, it, it is what it is. Like Dami would say, until it, it is isn't. It is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, but I'm glad the, those winners the won. I think I loved yeah. Sue and Davide from the very beginning. Davide, I didn't like him. But- it kind of felt like um, he, he knew he was good looking, so people needed to put in effort, but he didn't put in effort. He was a bit ahead of himself. Like he didn't feel like he needed to put in 
everything, yeah. you know. So he could get any woman he wanted because all these women wanted it. But when Ekinsu came in, she humbled him. It changed yeah. instantly, I feel like. Yeah. So, so those yeah. two are forced to run. Is that yes. the win they were fabulous to watch? And I yes. can't see what they do outside of their house, you know. Absolutely. I think, I, I, I mean, I can sue, I can tell for sure, she, she's going to be huge. She's going to be, I think she's going yeah. to be bigger than Molly May. Because Molly May obviously became big because of uh, Fiat 500, you know, and she had a YouTube mm -hmm. and she continued to show people her journey after afterwards and then being paired up with um, what's that Fury guy, Tommy Fury, whose brother is a boxer. So that yeah. really helped her. But Ekin yeah. Sue herself, she's huge in the sense that she was able mm -hmm. to, she carries the show. And, you know, together with this, uh, with she Davide, does. and as you say, I'm, I'm with you with on that Davide issue, I'm with you because um, I think Murad interviewed Davide's handlers together with uh, Ekin Sue's uh, handlers as well. And um, yeah. his, uh, Davide Zandla is one of his friends. And he said, oh, because Davide is actually, he doesn't do anything. Girls just come to him. They swarm around him in Manchester. So you're right. When he went to the island, he mm -hmm. felt he's going to be able to probably continue that kind of attitude. If you, if you see in the beginning, yeah. he wasn't doing much. The moment competition came in, that's when he realized that, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take morning tea to, or morning coffee to Ekinsu. And Ekinsu is like, I'm getting tired. This guy's not even trying. You know, and this is within yeah. the first three to three days. And Davide is like, oh, what do you want me to do? It's only four days, blah, 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 blah. And I'm thinking, okay, calm down. But you're right. Mm. I can so humble him by crawling around on the terrace with Jay. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny to see. That was funny to see. That was, yeah, uh, that's the first funny, thing in violent I history, I guess. Has, has such a big personality. She does. You cannot fault her in any way. She just is yeah. who she is, and she's right. And she honestly, really I kind of love the girl. When she got I in, love the girl. Every, like, yeah. It just became her. Yeah. You remember in the beginning, it was like the Gemma show because everything Gemma, Gemma, Gemma. And I'm like, this girl is boring. Why is the whole show yeah, about her? And then the next day they changed. There was nothing to yeah. look forward to. And then Ekinsu came. Turns out Ekinsu was born in August. She's a Leo. I'm like, no wonder. I'm a Leo myself. My birthday is next week, Sunday. I'm like, no wonder. <laughs> <laughs> we know ourselves, Leo people. <laughs> yeah. Leos, we know ourselves. She's a Leo. Yeah. She's a proper Leo. Because Gemma is behaving like a Taurus, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, Taurus, so what do they behave like? Like they don't care and they're boring or what, what do they behave like? I don't know. No, Taurus people are very introverted. And okay. You can be in the light unless they trust you enough for you to see it, you know? Right. So they're very picky with around them and people who they speak to see one side of them and you'll think oh my gosh these people are boring and they don't talk at all but if you get to know them very well or rather if they let you you'll see yeah. a whole different side of them you'll actually think that extroverted you but yeah wow it's very very picky that's actually quite apt because my friend, uh, one of my very good friends, she, she's, she's like that and she's a Taurus as well. She's literally like that. Yeah. Like, no, 
no, I'm not interested. Da, 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 da. And but when when she opens up, she really, really opens up, you know. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah. And so, I think yeah. it's also because of the attachment style. You know, once it opens up to you, it's mm-hmm. a lot oh. to get there. Because, yeah, they really I think see. through situations before they decide that's what they're going to do. So if Gemma is a... If she's not... Oh. Uh, I don't... <laughs> 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 let's hope she's a Taurus then yeah but Ekinsu, I'm not, as soon as I found out she was Leo I think she's maybe I don't know seven maybe today seven of August she's she's a Leo the, the her date's 21st of August I can't remember she's something that falls within Leo and I was like no wonder no wonder mm. but yeah no kudos to her and Davide um the only part I do not like about Davide I, I mean I couldn't care less where he comes around in terms of trying to get women to grasp for him is the part where he called uh he said summer is an upgrade to india maybe i'm going to give him a little bit of a pass there mm-hmm. a little bit because maybe um uh it's um a, a translation situation but i don't think so because yeah. davide speaks english he understands english so he probably knew what he was saying uh, I, I mm. hear Italians are not, I'm not going to generalize everyone, but I hear they're quite colorist uh, as well. And they can be racist as well. That's what I heard. So, so it, because he's seen some as a light skinned girl. So is some better than, than they're both black women at the end of the day. So some is a lighter version of, I, I don't know if Summer's other parents is white or maybe even half white. And she's like a, you know, a quarter white or whatever or even quota indian or Um, whatever you know um i i was saying the other time that my my i have a couple of cousins that are way 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 lighter than that um and and they're 100 nigerian so him saying um summer is uh, an upgrade to to india dami shot that down immediately and that was really nice. It was like, oh, no, it's not about that. And even Jax, Jax, that is the like the crazy guy was like, ah, huh? you know, like, what are you saying? You know, uh-huh. So yeah. it's sort of, people sort of allowed him to get a pass with that because they feel, okay, maybe a translation, Italian translation situation. But no, no, no. When the parents came and he was translating what his mom was saying, that was when I knew that, mm-hmm. ah, no, this guy's English is quite good. So he knows what he's saying when he says things. Even though, yeah, there are things that he says yeah. here and there that may not be, you know, um, grammatically correct. But, I mean, that's, it's, it's fine. English is not his first language. But he knows what he's saying when he says them, basically. So, yeah, that's, that was the only part that I had a, a problem with, with him. Because, yeah, we know racism is here to stay. But it would be nice if people can just realize that that no one is better than the other because of skin color. You're not just better than than me because you feel you have a certain skin type. Like, I mean, check me out. I'm going to be 70 and I'm still going to be popping. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) That is so true. I think people just... Exactly. Even in Africa right now, it's still... I mean, you, it you is. Like, it's still there. You can see. If you don't like it's me so being black, just thanks, but keep it to yourself. I don't want to know. 
I don't want to know. Yeah, and Africans, some Africans don't even yeah. know it matters because they, they they buy bleaching creams and things like that. Anyway, we're not going to get into that today. Candice, listen, this was meant to be a couple of minutes chat and we are, well, we've been here for well over one hour. We're almost going into two hours now. But yeah, thank you so, so, so much for having this chat with me because it's something, you know, that been, I've been looking at. I've been like... This black women keep going on this show. Why? What for? You know, the black guys, mm. it's easy for them because, you know, they can, you know, any girl is ready to go with them. And that is fine if they, that, that's what they want. But the black women, you know, it's not the same. And, you know, and it's amazing being a black woman. If only people know. <laughs> if only they know. Yeah. But do you really want to go on Love Island where you're not really going to be represented, where the the larger population is just 3%? So don't expect to be a winner. So if you know that you're not going to be winning, are you going for other reasons? If you're going for other reasons and you're mm. true to yourself that that's why you're going, then fine. That's great. Let everyone be happy. You know, so yeah, if people want to know how fabulous it is to be a black woman, yeah. We will talk, we'll have uh, another conversation about that later. <laughs> we'll have a different conversation for, you know, yeah. and we'll, we'll, we'll tackle that topic later. But thank you so much for yeah, your time, Candice. I really appreciate you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hi. Well, listeners, thank you for joining us or at least listening in whenever you do get to uh on blue citron today thank you so much thank you candice honestly this has been a good conversation as well all right really thank you everyone as well thank you so much for having me you're welcome you're welcome and we'll definitely we'll do this again we'll we'll take another topic and dissect maybe we'll talk about bleaching in africa and whatever you know and why why are women doing it or why men even are doing it so we'll, we'll take that topic some other time so yeah, yeah well thank you to you and thanks to our listeners as well and it's been from blue citron and do enjoy the rest of your day wherever you are. Take care. Bye now. Bye-bye.